Welcome to episode 30 of Who the Fuck is Delia, the podcast uncovering the plight of the creative who may not just yet be so successful that they are dropping babies into water to take a picture of them. What? What? That's... Anyone, any guesses? Um, some sort of priest? <laughs> <laughs> Close. Uh, Nirvana did that, right? Um, that famous uh, album cover. Oh. Yeah. You know, you get to a certain level of fame where people just let you take their baby. Hey, Michael Jackson nearly did that. <laughs> it wasn't water, it was just concrete. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were on about like, the, new st- the new story. <laughs> I thought you were about the no. new story that came out today. <laughs> what? Oh, no. It was <laughs> <laughs> What's this happening? What new story? What? It's not a new story. It's an bit. Basically the same thing. <laughs> and there's been a new story about the adverts because apparently the new Philadelphia advert. Oh, I've heard about that. Is like, <laughs> the the advert is like two, two men are so, are so like obsessed with, I don't know, with how tasty the food is. They leave their baby or a sushi bar or something and then everybody started kicking off about the advert saying that it was like saying that dad's a bad dad it's a, men are no. bad dads <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Wait, a bad dad. it's gender stereotyping is why yeah, people okay. are kicking off but the, the irony of that is the advert's never going to hit the TV, but it's probably had more coverage and more press and done the job <laughs> yeah. better yeah. now than it ever could have before um, I think men are bad dads. I think women are much better dads. <laughs> bad as in good. Yeah. yeah. As in like he's a bad dad. Yeah, I think they're sick. <laughs> um, like mentally, physically unwell. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this week, um, I'm here. I'm Alex. We're joined by Michelle. Hiya. T. Yo, fam. And Mr. Ben Gladwin joins us for a th- third time? Fourth third time? Third time. Third. The big three. It feels like more. Trish, on four. Yep. Third time on the 30th. Third time on the 30th episode. I was supposed to be here every 15 episodes. <laughs> I did episode 5 and then episode 20, but I'm here prematurely. Right. Um, George isn't with us this week, uh, but Ben is, you know... What happened to George? Step it, ah, go on. I don't know. Whatever you want. It was There was something about his dad and then his uncle and they needed a hand with... They had to take all the stuff out before something and then... Stuff out of what? Out of the car, I assume. <laughs> <laughs> but, then, but then he just dropped in that his uncle can't help because his uncle's a cunt, so now his dad's got to do it. And yes. Yeah, that was in there somewhere, and I yeah. was like, oh, We okay. got C-bomb on the, on the pod early. <laughs> We're like <laughs> two minutes in. Um, Whose mum isn't going to like that? Was that your mum? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I don't think my mum would like that either, you know. <laughs> sorry. My mum loves it. <laughs> so does Shell's mum. She, she doesn't. <laughs> she hates it. <laughs> Every time Shell swears on this, Shell's mum's like, go on, Gil. <laughs> my mum has no idea that I do this podcast. Um, really? She probably does, but I don't know. Your sister's just started listening, right? She did, actually. My sister texted me and be like, I had no idea that your podcast was on Spotify and I'm really ill, so I've been listening. Yo, Shell. Oh, nice. So big, Shell. Um, <laughs> when um, she says ill, does she mean like lit? <laughs> no, I think she means like actually physically ill. Oh, right. Oh. Okay. She's not that she, cool. she means healthy. I mean, you are that cool, but I mean, she's not like, you know, she's not like, oh, that is ill cool. Oh, mm. wow. No one, no one is no that, one no is that, that cool. cool. Okay, no, cool. So we're in, we're in our flat, um, having just returned from taking photos with Benny Boy behind the lens once again. Sketch B. Sketch B. <laughs> I like that, you know. I like that it can evolve from being like a, like being full named. So you've already got a pseudonym. And then that pseudonym has a nickname. Yeah. And then eventually it'll just go down and down and down. And then maybe do they meet like in the middle at some point? If I take both names and keep reducing them, they can be the same thing. Maybe. You what, got like a Sk- B. 
Oh. <laughs> Maybe you'll end up like Puff Daddy. Oh, yeah. He oh, He's yeah. got so many different names. And yeah, and people just call really him Puff. Good film career. I'd people be call him Puff. <laughs> people yeah. call him Puff, yeah. Oh, pretty good. Nice he did. Yeah. Um, we were in the hey, rain. Puff. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't sound right, does it? Those people don't exist. They're just in the 2D world on the TV. And um, we just returned from taking photos uh, around Epping Forest in the rain for this, this coming you know, bunch of releases. That's topical, that. Yeah, well, I got songs today. <laughs> <laughs> um, and we all got soaking wet for a change. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Quite a refreshing difference, that. Yeah. You've got beef with me for me getting all, everyone who takes part in anything yeah. that we film soaking wet. I wouldn't say beef, but I'm aware that it happens. <laughs> you always do it. It's like, ben, I want you to be in this thing. <clears throat> Am I going to have to go away? <laughs> yeah. Will I end um, up freezing and soaking? <laughs> Probably. Yeah. yeah. So we, we, uh, it was like, it was a running joke that the only pe- the only people that like didn't get wet was us because when we were in the last video, the last video was like on a really sunny August yeah, day. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> really nice to film. There was no water involved. It wasn't cold. It wasn't cold, yeah. To be fair, that was the only one that all four of us were in, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. I mean, any of us individually, but also all yeah. four of us yeah. collectively. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it was a, quite a sunny day, quite yeah, warm. It was. That's it. You just, you know, you get the community together and it's yeah. all just sunny days. As soon as you're starring in your own stuff. But then today broke that. You got yourself absolutely soaked. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, when- the plan was to get ourselves kind of soaked anyway, but I think uh, the Great British Summertime did that mm. for us. Mm-hmm. It's a festival, you isn't took it? took it and ran. And it ran for Yeah. Mm. I want to talk about photo shoots. Mm. I think it's a weird, weird thing that you have to do yeah, as yeah. a band. Whether that be a band that plays original music and is massive or original music and is small or a covers band playing at the local pub or a covers band playing on i don't know the top of a hotel in dubai like band photos are a thing that you need and i fucking hate them (laughs) yeah very very rarely do they hey that mic you see that mic that's just right in front of your face the big puff thing Uh, the big puff daddy there big p dids (laughs) get p dids up next to them lips yo (laughs) That's where he belong. Um, I can't remember. It's <laughs> <laughs> been about three seconds. <laughs> I'm I was so saying, tired. I was saying how much I hate hate photo shoots. Yeah. Oh, I'm very rarely do people get it like spot on. Even like big bands, big with big budgets, still like end up doing the typical like let's stand round. I mean, band when you've thing. got a big band, it's tricky because there's what, like eight <laughs> to eleven members. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah, the trombone player <laughs> is taking up way more space. Got the guy with the Sousa phone in the back. <laughs> I'll tell you who got it right recently. I think is Paramore. Yeah. They yeah whatever their latest art, like their latest PR shots are on point. Why is that? I don't know because they're weird. It, why? Okay, and why? Why? <laughs> it's as if like. <laughs> It's as if they were taking the piss out of that. Let's let's all stand there next to each other stuff, and they all literally wore a different primary color. One of them's in blue, one red, one red, and one yellow. And then they're all just like stood next to each other on a big white wall. Oh, that's kind of cool. It's yeah, really cool. cool. Oh, is that the stuff where they got like they've afterwards they've had like drawings over the top of it? Yeah, and stuff. yeah, yeah. I don't know if they're taking the piss out of that. I feel like they're just nailing it. Maybe it's the they same are. premise. Isn't it's it? so mm. sick. I love that thing where something is like simultaneously 
subverting and mocking a genre and also exhibiting it in a really powerful way. Yeah. yeah. And be like, I'm taking the piss out of you, but I'm also nailing the thing that I'm taking the piss out of. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. It looks yeah, like they're wearing pajamas. Really yeah. Good. It looks really good, doesn't it? Tenacious D are good at that, where it's like, yeah. we're really mocking this, but also really? look at how, look at how sick our songwriting yeah. is. <laughs> And South Park are good at that as well. Yeah. Um, I don't know. The thing is with photos, it's not even just I hate the, on the day. Because on the day, you're all together. It's all just a good laugh. Yeah. Like, I do hate the actual thing of being stood, of being um, forced to stand in a certain way or, like, do something cool. Like, look a certain way. And I kind of, you know, like, I think I've said it on the podcast before, I just feel awkward. And I have, yeah. I have these, like, generic moves that I do. But yeah. I'm like, that's you could copy and paste them for, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. me in different photo shoots. It's just I'll have like different hair. And what what are you doing? Um, Little handstand. There'll be hands in the back, both hands in the back pocket. Sure. Uh, Cock out. Hey. Cock out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> out the fly. Not even. Imagine that. Not just even undoing everything. Just out the fly. <laughs> That's dangerous, that, isn't it? Flies are a dangerous thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. Good point. So actually. hands in the back pocket. Now let's talk about that. So how did the fly originate? If they weren't thinking about health as the please cut me off. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I was like ready to rock. <laughs> yeah, I was like, okay, let's go here. Uh, I have nothing. Silk flies. That's what you need. Yes. Um, but then there's, the, there's hands at the bottom of the t-shirt, gripping the t-shirt and kind of pulling it forwards. Um, what did you do with the face? Where did you go face-wise? Oh, hang on, hang on. I've got one more hand. One more hand job. The other hand... No. <laughs> <laughs> one more hand uh, move. Uh, I'll grip the top of the t-shirt. And I like put it around my chin, around my mouth, or something. Mm. And that's oh, yeah. kind of I actually feel comfortable when I do that. I think that's more of like a co- comfort blanket type thing of being like, yeah, I, can see like that. I don't know, I don't know what it is, but it just makes me feel a bit more comfortable. The head, right? Mm. You look, you, you look up, mm. kind of. What's that? Like a forty-five degree angle up? Yeah, yeah. What? In so, the midwinter distance? Yeah. Like what's a what's a, there's a uh, a bird has just flown past? No, and surely I'm just looking, looking straight ahead will be a forty-five degree angle. What? Uh, <laughs> like if you think up is zero. Oh, but I guess we mean in relation to like zero would be eyes looking right at the camera, right? Yeah. Oh, uh, so then yeah. up would be a forty-five degree up angle. Up would be ninety. Oh uh, yeah. All right. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So for argument's sake, I'm at a forty-two degree <laughs> angle. <laughs> That's more like a twenty that you do with your arm there. That yeah. little Hitler salute. Yeah, that was, I'm never doing that again. I'm glad right. it's an audio feature. Um, <laughs> then the other one is just looking at the floor. And then there's one with like zoning out is good. Mm. So you look at wherever it is you're looking. If you're looking straight on, you're looking at the camera. Look, I just kind of purposefully just zone out. Yeah. And you know when you do that thing where you don't blink for ages and people come up to you and they're like, what are you thinking about? Mm. It's that. I get that. Anyone else got to move? So how, how high are you looking? <laughs> <laughs> I'm about 47 degrees. Okay. About three Hitlers. Okay. Yeah, got you. <laughs> Uh, any moves? Shell, you're busting moves out there on the. <laughs> I haven't got any moves. I've got a complete, like, relax the face, close the mouth. That's where I go. Okay. What does that entail? What do you mean, relax the face, As close in, like, the mouth? Don't do anything with your face, but close your mouth. As okay. In, like, just like a complete, just like a. Like a passport photo. You know, because I feel like a passport photo is more stern. It's more like, I'm going to just hmm my face. Know, what are you going to do? No. Mm, my face. I'm going to hum my face. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fair enough. Ben, any um, photo moves? 
You always look quite happy on photos, but yeah, without you're smiling. Smart. What? No, he is. No, I don't feel like it is a smile because it's more like, it's more ambiguous, but you just look happy when you're doing it. I'll take that. That's exactly what I'm trying to do, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't have photos taken of me that often. I haven't done a photo shoot in years uh, on the well, other side of the photos taken for the cover stuff. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Or do you, do you, is it not? You just don't have any... I don't know really. Don't really think I like about to. It. I think I stole this from you, but like doing something with your hands, always just like caressing some part of me, like I'm a crack yeah. addict. It's like a hand up on your shoulder. Or I like rubbing my hands together. Yeah. It doesn't. It doesn't. I don't think it comes well across well on a on a on a photo. Right. Yeah. But I do tend to do that with my hands quite yeah. a lot. Yeah, but it looks good in photo format. Does it? I remember this uh, Chris Martin front cover of like NME or something, and he's just like looking into the lens with his sultry blue eyes, and he's rubbing his hands together, and it looks cool. Yeah. Band photography Jeez. used to be such a thing i mm. think i mentioned this to mike brits on the episode of the podcast because he was a photographer and it used to be such a thing to be like oh we need our photos done by that person and i'm not sure if that's just because of the scene i was in when i was a teenager but like does anyone give a shit i don't really think anymore so. you know what i think i think when something looks advertising or pleasing it makes you want to click on it regardless that's just the way that kind of like mm. everything works now so i don't know if people genuinely like care about what photos you take just as long as it looks like good yeah do you know what i mean as long mm. as it looks like satisfying yeah you could take the you could take like a sick photo on your iphone and it can like it can just be a great photo mm. yeah and but then like, people will, will instantly be drawn to that over like the most pristine photo in the world taken yeah. by the best photographer with the best photo in the best studio yeah, in the best studio if it doesn't if, it, if, if there's nothing there to look at yeah i mean it must go in phases because there was a point when you know <laughs> well, like they forgot to get any people in <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly there's got to be like a you got to go through phases like most stuff does where there was a point where everyone had like super pristine photos mm. and then it like I'd say maybe two or three years ago, everyone seemed to have these really shit, grainy, old-fashioned looking things. I like that oh, face. Yeah. And yeah, it's a good face. I'm not knocking it. It's just, what, why? Why? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, why does it go through that phase? Why all of a sudden you put off when something looks too pristine or a few years prior to that you, were, you I wanted think, the pristine thing? I think the, um, I think now in our kind of day and age and the way that music is, you want, because everything's so accessible, you want people to like, seem not too distant and you want yeah. people to seem like that's oh true. cool like that's that's someone like me and i feel like if you're in a situation where like like so if i see a picture and they're in a studio and the lighting's crazy i'm like well i'm never going to be in that situation so mm. that's got nothing to do with me do you mm. know what i mean i probably won't relate to it whereas yeah. if you're i don't know just like walking in the street and it's like oh i recognize that place and do you reckon that's a sign of like people becoming more narcissistic in in the modern age you know like selfies becoming such a big thing and social media making people feel like things are perhaps all about them and they, they do they do say that millennials in particular uh, i know that's all this is all sweeping generalizations and i don't really buy into it but there's like a, a stereotype of millennial millennials being self-obsessed so do you reckon like back in the 70s and 80s people would look at those people who were out of grasp you know slash from guns and roses playing a guitar solo on a mountaintop and being like i'll never get there but look how fucking amazing that is uh, whereas now yeah. people visualize themselves and go well if i can't do it then i'm not interested in it mm. it's better it's too it's too much better than me i like that so like mm. not not looking at these people that you enjoy as idols but looking at them as peers more yeah so you don't have that like god aesthetic that like mm. the rock gods would have and i'm not saying 80s. it's bad or good i'm just so well, the thing is, is we, we were having this thing. conversation earlier because we were talking about like p 
people at the airports with the Beatles and stuff like that. And maybe that's half the thing is that before then it was like, oh my days, these people are amazing. How do they do that? How are they making this music? Whereas now it's like, oh, I could do that. Or like, yeah. I want to be able to do that. Or do you know what I mean? So I'm not going to give that person the credit that it deserves because. I think it's more of like a morbid curiosity. So like, for example, like how successful was Big Brother when it first came out? Oh, so good. Do you know what I mean? And it was because you could sit there and you could watch people live. And it's like, it's it's justification of yourself, isn't it? Like, are you living, are you living okay? Mm. Like, are you living properly? Are you normal? Watch these other people live every day and see how normal they are. Mm. And it's like, it's like Gogglebox. You watch Gogglebox, you're sat there watching no, people watch TV. Okay, well, you know, <laughs> you know the premise. I, I'm aware. It's like, it's anything to do with reality TV. It's taking people into a zone that they can relate to mm. and like letting people see like behind the scenes a bit. So if you, if your pictures look a bit, not shit, but you know, like more natural and more accessible, people will just relate with that a little bit more because we'll not relate with it. Actually, I think it's more just like, Ooh, I'm getting an insight into the this person's life yeah as opposed to a really post photo you're not getting any sort of insight are you you're just getting something pretty to look at yeah which is fine in one realm Mm. you know when you want something pretty to look at it's good to go and appreciate that but when you're following someone on instagram and you want like you constantly want more information about people and you want to especially if you got like obsessed with a band or something Mm -hmm. you want to know more about them and you want to go in depth in their life so when they start posting like random selfies of them in the bathroom just woken up you're like i've just got a little glimpse into their life oh my god they sleep in the bathroom yeah (laughs) i was thinking like there's two ways so like (laughs) just like me (laughs) (laughs) i think um if you if you could frame that though in two different ways and it's totally you know down to someone's point of view but if you think about um let's say right i'm gonna use an lbc radio presenter so you've got one that's like a bit more for want of a better term right wing a bit more of a tory and then you get one who's a very liberal right and i can think of those i can think of those two um presenters in my head right now so one of them says oh people aren't um wowed by celebrity as much as they were they want to see the person you know the personality of it the, the god complex is gone which is a good thing and everyone is more accessible and relatable because we are all just human beings and then the other one says this generation are totally self-obsessed and they're not interested in people being you know perhaps better than them or higher than them uh, even if these people are successful and super talented and have mm. achieved a lot do you know what i mean do you know what i'm getting at mm. yeah and I'm, I just wondered which one Do you chimes think, with you the most. Does that are you saying that, or are, are they saying that that's changed over time? I think it probably has. I think people were probably happier for people and less jealous. I think back in back in the day. Oh, and nowadays, like we all think that we're. Yeah, we all think we're the, the, the main character of a film, right? You know. Whereas in the '60s, you'd be happy to be like the Beatles are the main character. And I've got to go to one of their gigs and I'm so fortunate to have been in that part of history. Oh, but then, or, so that's still about them. So that's fine. No, but that'd be your, that'd be your takeaway. It wouldn't be the, that's the, you're the main, the main story is me at their gig. The main story is the gig. And I was just happy to be there. Okay. But my initial thought on that is that like, I don't reckon that it changes over time. Like, okay. I think if you go <clears throat> a thousand years back, then the way that we idolized kings queens and like heads of churches in our local area or whatever Mm. and automobiles exactly (laughs) a thousand years ago uh 
that's like the same bit of the human brain that just idolizes the people that are in these positions mm-hmm. of what has now come to be fame. Okay, but, but there's less idolization now. Yeah, yeah. I feel like. I would say. Yeah. I mean, I don't know whether it's just a, we were having this conversation before. I don't know whether it's just a period of my life that I'm in. In that, I there's not very much that I idolize. No, well, I mean, because you're not 14, so that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, but but then but then you you would like back in the day you see people like faint when yeah. the Beatles walk past them, and also a thousand okay. years like, ago, grown people. Do a you know thousand mean? years ago, it wasn't just 14 year olds that idolized kings and queens. You know, it was. Yeah. You know, you right. must respect the hierarchy, kind of thing. Yeah, and fourteen-year-olds would be among the older people in the community at that point. <laughs> yeah, yeah probably. Yeah. <laughs> but I think um, I think it's odd that as well because there's a more of a middle point. Do you know what I mean? There's now the bottom, you know, normal public, the, you know, the village people. <laughs> in the band. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they've not done much um, recently, to be fair. The GPs, you know, the general public. Then it doesn't just jump from there to to a hierarchy there's like and, and I'm, I'm talking in art i suppose it doesn't jump from person who is a fan to beyonce you've got so much more in between them. yeah you know maybe you'd go person who is a fan couple of local bands couple of smaller artists beyonce whereas now it's like there's all sorts going on there's like person in his bedroom doing like sound cloudy stuff this person who only does this is the person who only does that and it just builds and builds and builds yeah and maybe that's why we're less uh, yeah, and there's so much more access to it because like, yeah. in the olden days it'd be like radio and TV and vinyls, so you can only so get people that are like yeah. pretty big. Whereas now, like I probably see more like random people that have got two thousand fans than I see bands that have forty million fans. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I guess that's half the thing. The half the thing is that like the people that, um, like I'd probably shit my pants if I saw Beyonce. <laughs> Do <you know> what <laughs> I mean? But but that's because. But <laughs> Dumping straight away, <laughs> just like without your second's hesitation. You didn't even need a shit before. Just boom. <laughs> but I think that's the thing of like, uh, because there's a lot more people that aren't of that level. You don't. They don't get that same sort of kind of like respect to idolization. Whereas yeah. like your top, 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 top people. Maybe you do. Mm. I mean, I don't know though because it annoys me because I'm like, well, I'm, I'm never gonna see. I, I guess I'm one of them people who has the morbid curiosity thing where I'm like, I'm never gonna see Beyonce. Beyonce might as well be like uh, a digital image to me. Yeah, like mm. a, a completely non-real digital image. Like, I, she seems so not of this world. Well, that she's I'm, not. Well, she's yeah. an angel. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but. You know, so that she it doesn't compute with me at all. Whereas watching like I don't know, like not even big artists who are not as big as Beyonce, that just seems more legit. Or actors and actresses, because you can be a yeah. really famous actor on on uh, uh, I don't know a soap opera, and you're famous, but you're not Beyonce famous. Yeah. So that there's a, that's part that's a lower aspect of the spectrum, isn't it? Yeah. Okay. So they, you can you can conceptualize them being real people. Yeah. And would you would you take a dump in your pants if you saw Phil Mitchell on the I street? Don't, no. <laughs> <laughs> no. I would, but for where, different reasons. <laughs> where are you at with Christine in the Green? Yeah, that now that but that's one that I look at and I'm like, you're just like, she's not huge. Yeah, mm. she's she. Don't get me wrong, she's she's massive at the moment, but. She's not like Beyonce big. Yeah, do you yeah. know what I mean? Uh, so, I don't know, if you like a watcher and if you do go onto her Instagram, it's like you are just watching her kind of like day-to-day on tour, 
pissing about and you're like oh you're just a normal person you're just like me you're just in a lovely position where you get to do exactly what you love all the time but Beyonce it's like I can't even conceptualize her getting up in the morning with like bedhead and Mm. taking a shit Mm. yeah like it just she just seems like a digital person that's put in front of me at the moment she is put in front of me Mm. she doesn't exist past that moment no what do you think it takes for Beyonce to take a shit if it takes you a Beyonce (laughs) who's gonna get her no one Stevie I oh, know she's done a gig for she's Stevie Wonder. She's done a gig for Stevie Doesn't Wonder. Matter. She didn't shit herself then. <laughs> maybe she did we backstage. Don't know that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, maybe. But she wasn't fully formed at that point when she was backstage. She only formed when she's when she's on, on the stage. stage. Got it. That makes sense. Um, I had that a little bit with um, a band called Disturbed. And don't get me wrong, they're not massive. But I went to go see them when I was about 15. Mm. And he comes on stage. He gets wheeled on by two of the crew members. He's on like a... Is he in a wheelchair? No, he's on like a trolley. Oh, and like he stood the one up. that you put like crates on yes, and like exactly. knock it yeah, back a few degrees. Back. Yeah. yeah, and he's wearing a straight jacket and he's got a Hannibal Lecter thing over his face. Oh, it sounds awful. And it sounds... it's like really, fa- it was their famous thing. He did it for like a whole tour and then he didn't do it. And then it was like, oh, apparently he's been doing it on this tour and everyone was <laughs> talking about it. And I, I remember watching it on YouTube and when I actually saw it happen in the flesh, I couldn't, I couldn't feel... I didn't feel any differently about it than I did watching, watching it on it. YouTube because it didn't feel like it was actually real and in the room. Right. It felt like I could have been watching a screen. Yeah. And I remember saying to the person I went with at the time being like, that I just, I didn't feel like it, I, that seems so odd to me that he is a real person doing that right now in front of me. Yeah. And I get that with the, with football players. I had it the other day. We went to go and watch Newcastle play uh, Arsenal in the first game of the season. We've got pitch, pretty much pitch side. Um, seats and Arsenal have signed a new player called Pepe and he's worth 75 million pounds cool I can't even concept 75 no. million pounds no idea he's worth that in you know quote unquote so he's just there just warming up he was like right in just front like of right us. in front of me I'm and like, Alex was like he's worth 75 mil what are you worth <laughs> <laughs> and I was like oh. and he also oh. earns hundreds of thousands of pounds a week mm. I'm like who is-? of course but you're just there I could walk up to you and just tap him on the ass like right. I'd probably get thrown out of the stadium like. sure. but you know he's a real yeah. physical just person mm. and that's just odd isn't it Can you? I don't know if anyone has that disassociation yeah do you think with the guy in the straight jacket that if you hadn't have heard about it and seen it on YouTube that it might have felt more real I think so, but then probably. But then, yeah, yeah, I think it probably would have, yeah. But then, is that more the thing than the person? Yeah, I don't think it, that's, it is the thing because the thing had a had a, a kind of mythos to it. It had a you know great word. I use that, that correctly. That right? Yeah, it Not had mythology, mythos and pathos. One being stories that aren't true that are supposed to reveal a truth, which is the mythos, like the myth, right. and pathos, which is supposed to be true, actual things. Right? I thought pathos was when, like, you create an emotion. Like, a good use of pathos. Oh, maybe it is. Just but in theatre days. Oh, I'm going to butcher this, but I think it's a mixture of the two. Ah, right, okay. I think it's using fiction to tell a moral story to create an, a reaction in the viewer. There we go. Tying it all together. I think. But Bring anyway, it home. so it had Getting this... close. You know, it had... The, <laughs> <laughs> it, it, you know, it was a cult thing that everyone was... So, it could, yeah, I suppose it could have been anybody in the suit. Mm. But it was the fact that he did the suit. If he walked out, I'd be like, oh, it's just a lead singer for Disturbed. But because he was doing that, 
Disturbed, did you say? Yeah. I thought they were called the stirred. The <laughs> stirred. I thought they were called the stirred. So, so these people are removed because Beyonce is um, basically become a measure of how successful an artist is. Yeah. That's how successful she yeah. is. And then you've got local guys around the corner playing in a pub band. How important are the pictures? We haven't got down to, the, to that. The pictures? Yeah. I think and I'm not talking pictures, about artwork here. I'm talking about pictures of them for press shots. Like band photos. Yeah. yeah. I think pictures are, like, honestly, I don't think pictures are any... I, th- I think the only thing that they're important for is for, like, industry folk to take a look at. Because, in, because your fans, right, they don't give a fuck about your press shots. Yeah, they'll probably see them and they'll be like, oh, they look cool. Or if you do something really interesting and cool and that is a part of your performance, so part of what you do, then they'll love the story behind that and they'll be like, oh, yeah, that, that's cool. It's more arty. Um, but I think, like, even... And then I feel like this goes with, like, 14-year-old girls who'll look at press shots of, like, Ariana Grande as well. Love I think it. they Tell would more. much more prefer the, like oh, just chilling by the pool on holiday selfie than they right. would the press shot. So the press shot really to the fans isn't isn't a massive deal. It's like it's like just a caveat, right? That's but fair. Unless... Oh, T disagrees. T disagrees. <laughs> ding, ding. No, unless... <laughs> I did I did put that with, um, saying with unless it's a part of like your thing, it's a part of your story and it's like people wait for that fucking press shot to drop like the arse photo that broke the internet. Kim Kardashian. Yeah, oh, right, do you know yeah. what I mean? Like, mm. unless it's like a part of your thing, then I, f- I feel like they give and take to the fans. However, I feel like the industry people, obviously not for like bigger artists because no, bigger artists don't need industry folk. But wait, what? All right, no, I, I, let me redact that last statement. Last last statement. Okay. Um, Shell's got a tinfoil hat on. I have. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think for like industry folk, they're the people who they're not exactly re- religious followers, so they don't really care about your selfie on the beach, but they need to know that you're sellable, so they want to see what you look like in like a an, in a PR stance in a PR format, because they they like they need they they need to know. They need to know about the band and they want to see the band and they want to see whether they'll be good on this particular show or mm. doing this particular thing or doing this particular music. Um, but they also don't want to look at your beach selfie because they don't give a shit that much. Okay. So it's... They're just the people who want to make the money. So they want to know that you look good and or who... you can you suit the fact that you're doing it. What? And who who is the they in this instance? Like, like I don't know. Like, like agents a, that like will be yeah, like on late a, night talk shows a, or something. No, but like... Like Booking agents, agents, managers, yeah, labels, those kind of people. They are the people who generally say, oh, you need some press shots. And they're the people who you send your press shots to. Right. That's why they call press shots. Part part of the other reason why I hate them is not just being there on the day, but is is the whole like, oh, we've got to go and take this time out of uh, what it is that we're actually doing to go and get photos. Right. Do you know what I mean? Like what, to me, the photos are a a nuisance. Yeah. So I, I find it very rare that you'd be like, cool, today is a band, we're going to get photos done. And you're like, yay, all the band goes out and gets, it's like, okay, this, this is a thing that we should do. Right. But then if Regardless you, of how fun the day is, like we had a great day yeah, today. Yeah. You know? But then if you're artistic with those photos, like if you turn them photos into art themselves, one, you probably enjoy doing it. And two, the outcome will probably be miles better. See anyway. where I was going to go. Here I we go, go, in the go pink corner. No, 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 no. I was just going to say like... Um, pink. Yeah, T's got a lot of pink stuff going on. 
He has huh. pink tape on all his gear. I do have pink tape on all my oh, gear. Oh, yeah, when we okay. All bought, we all bought matching vans and he got pink ones. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. So they weren't that matching. Well, they were the same van. Same van. The same van. We all got van trainers. We're not successful enough that we've all bought an individual <laughs> van in matching as well. <laughs> Sorry, go on. In the pink transit. corner. Um, no, I was going to say, I think the word pressure is the thing that like nobody gives a shit about and you have to do because you have to do but Mm. i think like photos is something that's like equally as important as like the artwork and equally as important Mm. as like the song and equally as important as thing because i feel like that's the whole thing that like when you put on your new ep and then your instagram looks the same and then like your spotify picture looks the same and stuff like that like it's all part of that like cohesive thing so i think i think the pressure part of it is like the bit where it's like oh, we just have to take pictures so people know what we look like but mm. the kind of photo shoot part of it like i'm doing a video shoot i'm doing a photo shoot this is all the kind of whole package is the part yeah. that like is the kind of it's, it's part of the same art you know right I mean? yeah, yeah, yeah that yeah. makes sense actually yeah i think i, I dig that i get the point of view that we've listened to the music um i say you're a music reviewer we've listened to the music we want to know what they look like yeah, whether it's relevant or not is another matter, but I get it. It's like a human thing to be yeah. like, oh, what do these people look like? What I, what confuses me is like when you so we talked about Tool on last week's um, podcast with Sam Volo, and Tool are this mad. Oh, what song do they have on Guitar Hero? Schism. Oh, maybe we'll probably. I think that was the biggest one. Um, mm. But like, to, you know, they're just this mad proggy metally band that have that. I would characterize if I was to use a color, I would say like graphite, right? It's yeah. like a deep gray. <laughs> yeah. And then you look at their press shots and it, it just, it doesn't, it doesn't give you any clue as to what they look like. Cause they're not that kind of band that do that. But obviously someone's gone, we need some press shots. You go on their Apple music uh, page and the press shot is like them at the top. Lee Singh has got a cowboy hat on. Um, <laughs> They, they all look like school teachers and like one of them looks like a biker the other one looks like a geography teacher it's just very odd i think that sounds about right to be fair i don't think it characterizes the music in the slight no if i was going to put them there i would put um them in like i don't know like a gray uh jumps all wearing gray jumpsuits and they're all kind of skinny and like like unhealthy looking <laughs> <laughs> maybe like earlier in their career but they're like you said the cowboy hat right and they feel yeah. very american to me so that already helps fair they don't feel american to me do they not okay no they I, feel I like i barely know them to be they fair. feel like ambiguous to me they could be like if you told me they were all german i'd be like oh yeah i can see that okay <laughs> <laughs> um but it's just odd isn't it do you know what i think is easier go on um artist shots like of an artist huh i think mm. shots of P- PR shots of the band and PR shots of an artist are like two totally different things. That's fair. And, I, yeah. and I think PR shots of an artist are just so much better because it's like you're, it, there's so much focused on that one person, like what they're wearing, the way they look, like every, you're, you're capturing a personality within one shot. Whereas with a band, it's like you're trying to balance a personality between like six people or whatever however many there are there yeah and then if you if you nail it too much then you all start looking like the same and that looks shit but then if you don't nail it enough you all don't look like you're part of the same Mm -hmm. thing and it feels like you are literally just taking pictures to be like this is what we look like hi yeah do you know what i mean and it's like there's unless you do it in a really cool way like like that paramore thing Mm -hmm. yeah 
it's yeah it's, I feel like it's just a lot harder than just getting one artist shot because when you see just a shot of an artist as well it's like you could be looking at just a shot of a model and I don't mean model in the typical sense of like a beautiful person I just mean it's just like that one interesting yeah thing mm. to look at and your eye, eye line is just focused on one person mm. and so much can come from that one shot that's, that's fair actually that's probably just a photo like a just a visual thing mm. having like four subjects in one shot mm. it's kind of weird but one makes total sense yeah but then you could have bands as well that make that a thing so when you were talking about that i was like oh see her because her whole her whole thing is about is that you can't, you see, can't her. see her so really yeah, yeah. You never see her face, do you? Really? Mm. Yeah, yeah. Drew's got massive hair. She sometimes yeah, does gigs and faces the other way. It's like the back, the back of her head. Yeah, the whole for time. real. Don't listen but to that's me. her. That's her artist thing, isn't it? Mm. So her press shots and artist shots are one and the same, because the whole concept is that, right? Right. Yeah. And the same goes. So that's an artist. You know, like you said, mm. it's easier when there's one person than there is when there's multiple. But then Slipknot, their whole thing is their image as well, mm. with the masks and stuff. Oh, that's true, and that so works. Then, and there's like what eight of them? Yeah. There's, yeah, I think there's nine of them. And that, that and they may, actually, they may have been like knocking them down year on year. But um, like, yeah, so th- every press shot is going to be an artistic shot with them because their image is part of their art. Mm. And I suppose maybe that is where it comes in in that is your image part of your, your art, your package, then maybe the press shots aren't, don't become a chore because your... Well, your then maybe, c- maybe the thing is that they come out of cool we've planned the photo shoot we planned the video shoot this is what everything looks like i will take this as a press shot rather mm-hmm. than like oh we're doing this thing oh and we've got to do press shots yeah you know yeah i'd agree with that oh yeah of course she used like the young kids in her video and stuff didn't mm. she yeah, yeah i remember yeah mm. yeah yeah all right i'm there sorry so maybe that's it maybe if your image is part of your art mm-hmm. then Which it should be mm-hmm. yeah yeah <laughs> I agree. That I like the idea of imagery being part of your. Right. I just don't like the fact like Daft Punk or Gorillas or something. Yeah. Again, I feel like that is it, it becomes like an artist thing. Like I feel like an artist image should become part of their art, but a band's image for no, me. But, but whilst you were looking up Sia, we talked about like Slipknot. Oh yeah. Sorry. Their image is part of their their thing, and like you just mentioned, mm. Gorillas. I know it's not real people, but the band's image mm. is part. So it does happen with bands. Yeah. I just think it's just each to their own maybe in that regard because maybe the 1975's image is part of their art as well no not their image as themselves would you not say I don't think so but I mean they're in a lot of their own videos aren't they self obsessed (laughs) 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 fucking generation unreasonable that do you know what always excites me about band photos go on is you know like Lipper Bar the university that we went to for anybody listening at home (laughs) and then Lipper Bar bar. yeah (laughs) the bar (laughs) That's the only university I studied. I'll say that now. <laughs> <laughs> two two pound fifteen for a pint. Don't mind if I do. I've got a BA honours in propping up the bar. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh. When I left the place, fucking crumbled. Um, two one in shots. And there was like, I think it was that same photographer, wasn't it? Like with the photos all the way around the room, and it was like a picture of like Mick Jagger, and then a picture of John Lennon, and then a picture mm. of mm-hmm. Jimi Hendrix. Yeah, I remember that. Those as like, if you can capture like a nice moment in history, that then becomes. Like, the, you know, that the story of that artist goes so big scale that then that photo is, like, really meaningful. That's the thing that excites me about these types of shots. Yeah. Okay. So, like, okay. in 30 years, one of the photos that we took today might be like, whoa, look at that back then. Yeah, yeah that's true. 
Yeah. And sometimes you get these photos that have a have a strange place in in a, a, a mark a strange place in the timeline of like whatever was happening at that point. So it's like something was happening. Then you got then that picture was taken, and then this happened after that. Or like you get those photos where it's like literally ten seconds before that photo was taken, he had done x yeah or and there's something like that with jimmy Hendrix's guitar like there was a picture and then the something and then it was gone forever because he <laughs> set fire to it and <laughs> smashed it up <laughs> and he smashed up the photographer's camera in the process because you get things where people are like smiling really intensely and you're like oh lit- like literally three seconds before that before we said smile they were at each other's throat and mm. then right it's weird that isn't it? didn't you guys make a video about this didn't we make a video about this did we yeah. Well, that's that. Oh, silence. Mm. Oh, we yeah, did. of course we I did. Yeah. It is about that. Yeah. yeah. Manipulation oh, yeah. of a moment. Mm. I remember that. But then sometimes you capture those moments and they're not manipulated, right? And they're just, they just happen, but it's just weird. It's like, oh, look how sick he looks. It's like, well, actually, yeah. in that moment, this was happening, that was happening. You know, yeah. it wasn't great. You and can't tell, but he is shitting himself right at that exact <laughs> yeah. moment. He's just seen Beyonce. Yeah. <laughs> She's walked in the back of the room. The photos come out lovely, but it did not smell great. <laughs> Beyonce in the back of the room. Phil Mitchell has walked in the front of the room. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. His bowels don't know what to do. Most powerful laxative known to mankind. But I was, I was thinking about um, the rocket man film in particular for this because we just watched that film recently it's a good um it's actually it's actually all right it's worth a watch please go in knowing that it's a musical because i didn't yeah (laughs) i've heard that it is yeah 10 minutes in i was like like, oh really yeah i think if you're prepared for it i love a good good. musical but when you're not prepared for a musical it can really shatter things musical is quite something yeah Yeah. it really does surprise me (laughs) (laughs) that's like the, the carpet being properly pulls from under your feet yeah it? The i had rug. that with sweeney todd no one had told me and i was like what the fuck is happening <laughs> <laughs> yeah but like that has a that that whole film's um point i suppose is you know look at all these amazing moments that yeah like a, when he first goes to space and that yeah yeah where it's like um look at these amazing moments that you as a, as a general public <laughs> <laughs> t's gone <laughs> He's gone. <laughs> so, like, look at these moments when Elton John, first man on the moon, was. There've been um, a lot of space films this year, haven't there? Yeah, Jesus yeah, yeah. Um, when was first man out? Was that last year? 2018. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And then what about uh, what is it? Apollo 11. That's this year. It's the last. It's the anniversary. Moment. And that take a while. And that one's not a documentary, is it? That's another fictional one. No, Apollo 11's documentary. Oh, it is a documentary. Yeah. What's the other fictional one that's come out? Rocket Man. There is a real one and I can't fucking think of what it is Sometimes right now. Sometimes these things last like five or ten minutes. <laughs> and it's like Ad Astra's the, out this year. It's like the astronaut you know, but the story you don't, or something. That's the tagline, isn't it? Basically, yeah, yeah. The song Is it called Armstrong? No, what's it called? Armstrong is out, but that's also a documentary. Oh, is it? Mm. See, there's a lot going on, but is that about the trumpet it's, player? It's fifty years. <laughs> right. It's fifty years since Elton John went to the moon. Right, okay, that makes sense. God. Okay. One one small step for man, one giant leap for Louis Armstrong. For tiny dancer, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um but yeah, so <laughs> <laughs> I can't even remember my point. Oh yeah, so the main the, it was about the space, I think. General public <laughs> view these moments and you go remember this moment or remember this outfit or remember this gig that he did well this is what was happening before that and this is where this is where his life was yeah. in reference mm. to that point and I suppose that's the same thing with some of the photos you were on about where like Mick Jagger's just chilling but for all we know he's having a breakdown in that photo fair you know does it did, have they ever had breakdowns like that know. sentence yeah <laughs> I don't know I'm not really a Rolling Stones guy me neither 
But like, don't they Rolling do... Stones, that was the other one I was trying to think of the other day. And I was like, who was the other big like band <laughs> where it was like Led Zepp or someone else? It was fucking Rolling Stones. Ah, mystery solved. There we Thanks go. for emailing <laughs> in to deliamusic at gmail.com. <laughs> yeah. You've all been a great help. So had... wait, what? Were they like a Blur Oasis type rivalry type? We were talking about like big bands throughout time who it's like you're either one or the other like mods and rockets kind of vibe right and, and mods and rockets yeah mods and rockets love and rocket love and rocket lark yeah. lane liverpool sefton park elton john how long can we go for <laughs> sponsors <laughs> but <coughs> yeah we were talking about big rivalry bands and we talked about led zeppelin and i was like who was led zeppelins and i was like it's not the who and i was going through everyone i realized it's rolling stones i've just checked it's rolling stones in the who Oh, fuck. Mm. Mm. You shouldn't have told me that. Um, anyway. You've unscratched a niche. I didn't know that was possible. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So, should we move on? Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Well, before we do that, I just want to give a shout out to a listener and say thanks to Amy Randalls for writing into us on Instagram. Thanks, um, Amy. I know it was for this episode specifically and it means a lot. Yeah. Um, thanks for your message. And we're actually going to be... Uh, reaching out to listeners of the podcast for the events that we're running at the end of September, mid-September. When is it? We are. When, when is it? <laughs> <laughs> when is it? We are. Oh, it's the 16th and 18th. 16th. Thanks, Ben. At least someone's paying attention. Yeah. The 16th in Liverpool and the 18th in London. Yeah, and we'll be reaching out to listeners of the podcast to come to those events because basically the whole premise of those initial events are for people who actually give a shit not just people who, you know, might be jumping on the back of an advert or coming to, you know, like that we're trying to sell it to. It's people that we, that we would feel a part of our community. So if you're part of our community and you're listening to the podcast, keep an ear out in the future because we're going to be putting stuff out there on the show and we're also going to be putting stuff out there on our Instagram page for those events. But what did she say? Is uh, it private? It's not no, private. It was it's just a really a, sweet a message. Very nice message. Yeah. Do you, do you want me to... Should I? Uh, I feel like kind I don't of. want to embarrass Amy. Okay. What's the general gist? She's just she, like, I like your stuff. Yeah, she's just, uh, she's she's from Liverpool, the Liverpool area. She yeah. likes... McGull. She likes listening to... <laughs> I think further. <laughs> <laughs> um, and she, you know, she she feels an affiliation with Shell. Sick. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's cool. Mm. Yeah, that's really great. I think she works in Manchester and she said it's nice to listen to, uh, you know, a, a, a voice from home. Yeah. When she's like about working, and she said that it picked up her day. I know if I'm seeing that right, she says because she's sick of those mank scum. Yeah, that's exactly what she said. Yeah, 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 it's classic Amy. That (laughs) (laughs) textbook. (laughs) Um, Right, should we move on to the first first Meg? Yeah. Can I get some Baileys while we do it? Do you do out by Oasis? Why don't you just go on the air? Is there any chance you can turn more like a What's your plan B? Plan B. Plan B. Plan B. Plan B. What's that going to do when he's finished with the drums? So this anyway. is... Well, shit, you scared the shit out of me. <laughs> so this, this is... What's Jack going to do when he's finished with the drums? Uh, Jack Batchelor... Oh, I've got an update on Jack Batchelor, by the way. Oh, yeah. The I'm best so happy. Update. But Jack Batchelor, fantastic drummer. His parents always ask his grandparents... The other way around, in fact, his grandparents always <laughs> yeah. ask his parents, what is he going to do when he's finished with the drums? Uh, this is nuances, annoyances... Strange happenings um, that you may come across in whatever field you work in. I assume the field that we're working in today is all going to be music, although we could be talking about photography and videography and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, quick update. Mm-hmm. Jack, I'm pretty sure you don't listen to this podcast, but 
he is in India right now playing drums for an ABBA tribute band. Really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's cool. How amazing <laughs> is that? I messaged him being like, please tell me you're wearing a costume. He's like, yeah, man. I, uh, I, he was like, I haven't got it yet, but I'm hoping for spandex. <laughs> I'm like, I hope it's spandex. But not only is that like amazing because that's just so cool <laughs> it's also funny which is and it's only and yeah. it's, it's only more funny because it's jack mm. yeah just because he's a funny guy but the, the spandex and stuff is funny but also abba songs are amazing they are yeah. like, they're yes. satisfying yeah. to play yeah. yeah like there's not a bad song in that set no. yeah so that's what jack's doing when he's finished with the drums <laughs> Well, not no, when he's uh, with, maybe his, with the drums. Maybe his grandparents will appreciate him now because, yeah, because he's in Abba. <laughs> we'll so they're like, oh well, well <laughs> yeah. they don't love him unconditionally. Yeah. Yeah. he's not lucky enough for any of that. <laughs> maybe they will. Maybe they'll be like, oh, Jack is actually a legitimate person. He's playing with Abba. Well, he's not a legitimate person. He's impersonating a person. Yeah. Sorry, Jack, you're not a legit, <laughs> legitimate person. Does that mean impressionists aren't legitimate people? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah. No, that's a... Even less so, I think, because yeah. they're just doing multiple people. They can't do one long, <laughs> solid... <laughs> what about... Same with actors as well. Sasha Boronko. Oh, yeah. Or all actors. That also makes sense. Um, has anyone got anything for this week on uh, who, uh, what is the segment called? You gonna, have you dropped the jingle already? Has that already happened? Yeah. Yeah, yeah happened. I remember it well. I have a question about the jingle. I was listening to cool. it yesterday on a, on a previous episode, mm-hmm. and um, I think it might have been Zam Volo episode uh, twenty nine. Yeah. Do you say Zam or does one say Sam with a hard S? I say Even Sam with a Sam. with an S. I say Sam. You're probably the authority. Uh, his name is Sam, but his artist name is Zam. Okay. Well, okay. In the curtain there, you're not supposed to say his name is Sam. His name is what? <laughs> <laughs> so wait. So his his real name on his passport what? it doesn't spell it with an X. No. Shit. Wild. Shut up. Um, and I noticed that in the in the little jingle, does one of the things that pops up just say Ed Sheeran? Yeah, just <laughs> that on its own. Yeah. yeah, it's it's actually tied to another bit, right? But it's the guy who's like, um, is he's like, do you know anything by the coral? Right, and then he's like, comma, Ed Sheeran, <laughs> and then it's like you don't know the doors or something like that, but. It didn't quite work, you know, keeping them all together. It was a bit longer piece. So I just like scattered them back. Yeah. And I remember thinking like, Ed Sheeran by himself is an annoyance it's to me. <laughs> and it's enough of a thing that just him being brought up irritates me. <laughs> Sorry, it's funny, Ed Sheeran fans out there. Um, That's good, that. Anyone got anything? I've got a thing. Go on. Mm. And I reckon we can all relate to this, but pro- possibly people that aren't, uh, you know, that don't hold bachelor's degrees in this shit might not be aware jack bachelor degrees exactly mm-hmm. uh pitch perfect people f- use it to mean singing in tune oh when, not the film or like or they'll say perfect pitch it's like oh yeah she's got perfect pitch not the not film, the, film no. the term okay mm-hmm. and they don't mean that you're able to identify what a sound is and what note it is and whatever they just mean that you're singing in tune yeah, yeah. that annoys me so <laughs> to say what to say that she's got perfect pitch when all she's doing is when she's act- when she's in fact pitch perfect. What they mean is like, oh, she's really in tune. But like she's it- pitching. But just but the phrase, <laughs> right. oh, she is pitch perfect is fine. Means something. It? No, it means yeah, something it else. No, but it, it doesn't matter what it means. The phrase, she is pitch perfect. If her pe- if if pitch was perfect when she was singing, to say that she was pitch perfect makes total sense. I think they're two separate but phrases, aren't they? To say 
oh, she has perfect pitch. Yeah, perfect right. pitch is an actual, yeah. like, if you That's Google perfect things. pitch as a as a dictionary meaning, perfect pitch is the musical, musical like... Oh, she might be right. I think it's two separate things. I think you got me there. Yeah. 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 She's, she's got That's pitch. She's Sorry about that one. Sorry. Good run. Third one, episode 30. I'll take that. Yeah, I think, I think that's, I think, I know what you mean though. It annoys me when people say that they have perfect, like, like when they say they got perfect pitch and what they mean is relative pitch. Right. So like, oh, that I've is annoying. Perfect. That and is annoying. And it's like, no. And, and also, so yeah, I've got perfect pitch. Just give me an E. Let me. Yeah. And you're like, you don't have perfect pitch. <laughs> yeah. And the thing is, I'm not, not dissing relative pitch. It's a great thing to be that yeah, good that you can just hear a note. And then <clears> once you've got that, you know, that, that, yeah. that tone in your, in your psyche for the day, you can, you know, just the day, like, or I don't know, however long. That's, it that's yeah, that's thingy does it. Jack Hymers wakes up in the morning and plays plays a note. He's a one, isn't he? And then <laughs> for the day, then no, that he'll, was, he'll that be was, able, that was a source of it. That show, he have done no, that. sorry, like, <laughs> it's just like he goes so. He's a keys player from Liverpool. He goes so by the far way. into it, doesn't he? That's I mean, so cool. last last time I spoke to him. Not last time, actually, a while ago when I spoke to him. This is this was the, the this is what happened. But I mean, I don't know if that's still perpetuating today. Cool. And so he's just trying to, and it, I assume it's always the same note. He doesn't mm, like yeah, randomize yeah, yeah. it day on no, day. No, no. It's so that whenever, because obviously he knows, he, like he knows every note in relation to that so well, is that if if he does need a note throughout the day, so long as he remembers that first note, he'll be able to know any other note from that. Um, and if any of Jack's housemates are listening, awesome. go onto his keyboard, see if you can detune his <laughs> yeah. keyboard just a tiny bit each morning, just before he gets up. No, so he'll wake up and he'll hit it and he'll be like... <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> to be fair, you you probably can. I've done that before, where I start playing something and I'm like, everything is weird, and then I look and I'm like six cent down because I was learning something the day before. Mm, yeah, I think you can tell actually. Yeah, you should just like slowly just roll <laughs> that down. You know, <laughs> leave it on one for a few days. Yeah. <laughs> so for okay, wait there before before like there's people who listen to us who are not musicians at all. So. <laughs> If somebody has perfect... Leave now is what you're saying. I agree. <laughs> um, I couldn't agree more. So if somebody has perfect pitch, it means that they have an understanding of music in their brain that is just... Uh, I mean, I don't know. It's like being able to talk. It's the pinnacle, isn't it? Yeah, it's like they... Well, they c- I don't know if I agree with that. It's just the ability to know what what a note is without any reference points. You just go, yeah, but that's what I mean. That's I like, think that's, that's like I think, just being able to talk. No, but I think like you're, just... you've used that. You've, that's a terrible analogy, like just being able to talk because just being able to talk makes you think, well, it's, you know, it's something you've, you develop when you're a kid and, and then eventually it just becomes second nature to you. It does become second nature to you, but it's more something that I think a lot of people who don't have perfect pitch or don't aspire to have perfect pitch think is just a thing you've got, like that it can't be learned and that it's just it's just in you. I think that's probably more what you mean. Well, no, I mean, because I mean, from like when you're a child, you learn to talk. So then you talk so naturally. And like to, to me or you, talking is not an issue. But then to somebody who's like, say, started to learn to talk later on, and so, let's use a different language, for example, someone had to learn a different language later on in life. It's a lot harder and they have to keep going back and referencing things and learning it. Whereas somebody okay. who has perfect pictures obviously picked that up so early in life that now the idea of like just singing a note on hand or understanding exactly what that note is or whatever, they just understand it in the mm. same way that we like as easily as we do talking but you could learn perfect pitch you can't you can learn relative pitch yeah you can't learn perfect you can't learn perfect pitch Mm-mm. but you but like jack Heimer's eventually he'll get to the point where he doesn't even need to remind himself what that note is right because he'll have drilled it in enough but then is it relative because it's he's like gonna have that, that note, note in his head all the time but then that's still 
Yeah, I mean, you can that, still give him a note in the middle of a vacuum, and he'll be able to tell you what the note yeah. is, and then that's perfect pitch, right? I, yeah, I'd I assume know. so. Yeah, <laughs> I, don't know I, don't, I remember Steve Berry saying that he's yeah. It seems like something you've either got or not. He got. he's like, I haven't got perfect pitch, although I know what notes are, and I can sing them to you, and you can sing them back to me. I haven't got perfect pitch. I've got relative pitch because I have to work from. An I have thing. to. I have to work from a source in right. order to get. You know, it's odd. Things. I always imagine that these people are like I Rain Man and that like little things will like bug them if they hear like a, a the bus breaks or a high C. Right. And it just, you can't help but, un, you can't help but notice all that shit going on. Right. Mm. But someone we know who we went to uni with had perfect pitch. Mm. I, I don't know. I, I'm just going by, you know, what I'm told. But Sophie so, Cook. Sophie Cook. So... I got perfect pitch on the recollection. <laughs> so then she, but when, when she's at gigs and she like come to a few of our gigs, you know, back when we first started, I always used to be like, God, is this like nails on a chalkboard to her? Because nothing's ever going to be, not nothing, but it's very rare that everything's going to be bang on that pitch right. all the time. So is it like nails on a chalkboard? But she, she said, oh no, it's not like that. Yeah, of course she's going to say that. <laughs> well, yeah, she's going to be polite and everything, but maybe it, maybe I'm, it is maybe it's not like that. No, mate, I think it's not. Like after a while, I think you just learn that people make mistakes. But I do remember there were the a few like vocal lessons where, especially choir, when all of us are singing, so there's obviously going to be a few people who are not quite in. And I did catch a few facial things from her sometimes, being a bit like, ah, like, you know, like some of them was painful to her out. because there was somebody in the room who wasn't quite there. But and then, to her, that was like, ah, you're not quite there. General musicality will get you to that same pain. Right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I guess so. But maybe it's like, I don't know. I always think about it being like, maybe I'm just, I'm, I'm building this up in, in my head too much. But I always think about it being like some, something that's part of you. Rather, also than, maybe, rather than like a learned thing where it's like, oh, that's kind of, oh, that's grating on me a little bit. It's more like it's... It's like offending your soul as it's happening. <laughs> no, but not even right. that. I think mu- general musicality, maybe like six times out of ten, would not pick up on that slightly off note. But if you mm. have perfect pitch, it's like the the moment someone is even the tiniest bit off, instantly your ear is like, that's not right. Okay. Allegedly. But then, and none are they working actually. off the equally tempered scale? Because, you know, like if you get a, a string quartet, yeah. then a a G sharp or an Not A flat will notes. be different oh. key. There'll be different frequencies. Oh, I don't know. Because of like, you know, something about when you divide a whole scale by 12 tones, then the major thirds aren't actually major thirds because you can't do it mathematically correctly. So you are <laughs> really asking the wrong person right now. This is I, what I, mean, I, like, I was a vocalist in I, all this. I honestly don't know. I think all of this, <laughs> all of this stuff is, <laughs> all this stuff is so, it's just allegedly you know for me it's like i imagine that it's like that where if, as a general musician you'd be like oh god that's a bit off and that's great in a little bit but still, then as a, is this still on the podcast yeah i got totally lost there this is way too deep isn't it yeah it's got to be unreasonable um but <laughs> i've i've got a more i've got a, i've got a, a, a less niche let me thing. just delve in a little bit further my uh <laughs> my piano teacher at lipper he was saying how perfect pitch is fine it doesn't bother you if something's out of tune he showed me these two bits of clothing that were both black and he was like what what color are they and i was like black and he was like are they the same black and i was like no and he's like and does that like freak you out and i was like no and he was like well that's what it's like fair that is a great way i can imagine that would be right did yeah. you ha- did you have those two pieces of clothing for that purpose <laughs> 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 oh, yeah, massive pieces of clothing yeah. <laughs> he's got like a bed sheet yeah. <laughs> and then, i always like, keep these handy <laughs> <laughs> he's got a whole box of props for any points yeah. he needs to make or does he just carry around two little bits of like material like yeah. really small bits of material <laughs> yeah. that's even creepier in it than like walking Little around with a big thing. Samples. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> there's something weird though when you see someone wearing like a black t-shirt and black jeans and then they're two different blacks and you're like Ooh, they're really eat. different blacks yeah, yeah. It's a bit weird. i've got i've got that combo going on in my wardrobe I'm yeah. like i can't wear those two types of black <laughs> yeah. together because it freaks me out um i've got a, i've got one mm. which i was going to say for another podcast but i feel like our you know guest well not really guest more more just part oh, of the furniture no, these on. days um, he's part of the band <laughs> <laughs> um i think it's more applicable um so the other day we played a covers gig, the mm. four of us with George Coleman on drums. Then the following day, Ben couldn't make the gig. It was meant to be T and a... Oh, no, it wasn't George Coleman no, on drums. It was a different I, drummer. But you're on about Italia Fest. Yeah, right. with so we played a covers gig. With Cal. following day, T and that Depp drummer who was filling in for George, sorry. <laughs> uh, flake, like, you know, <laughs> like a couple of flakes. Uh, and getting these Depp drummers and guitar... Uh, Depp drummer and bassist. Ben wasn't there, couldn't make it anyway, so we, we were aware of that. But T just last minute drops it yeah <laughs> last minute these guys turn up we meet the drummer 15 minutes before we meet the bassist as we start <laughs> how crazy is it that you can just be like cool let's go yeah, yeah it's pretty nice yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. it never really got put into my into my into my head how nuts that was until a friend of ours said it's crazy how you can actually do that how you've never met these people and you're about to go and play someone's wedding, for example, or you're about <laughs> yeah. to go and play it's in front that, of hundreds of people. And you're like, oh, oh, yeah. oh yeah, I suppose it's, that is kind of weird. But then, it's, but then really, if everyone's just like music, reading notation, yeah, that wouldn't be weird. Yeah, Just learn the song as is and go and play it. That's fine. But it's not like that. And it is odd that you can just all just get up there and go, and we're going. Yep. It's the first time we've ever met or even spoken to each other. We're making the first noise together as a band that we've ever made and probably will ever make. Yeah. And it's all right. Yeah. <laughs> we're okay. Endings go a bit awry. Yeah. yeah. You never know how to finish a song. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, oh, <laughs> one person goes on a little bit longer. It's satisfying when you get a very simple ending, but a very like particular ending and like bang on. So like... um I can't feel my face that weekend song. And that it's like a dead simple, really, you know, but then just leaning over and being like, and end on the, and then you all finish. Ding, ding, ding. And you're like, yeah, end on that. It's probably mad when that happens. It's satisfying though. I've had it with with starts before. And I may have told this story in the podcast and maybe I'm getting old and repeating myself, but and you've definitely heard this story. We had this drummer. We always, you know, <laughs> Who with, was that? Were they like that, dying was, that, was, that was a perfect impression of Dom. <laughs> oh, right, okay. At age 78. <laughs> so it sounded like a mixture of like the moon from the Mighty Boosh <laughs> yeah. and Voldemort. Yeah, which is going to be you at that age. Yeah. So we have this gig and the drummer is in his 40s um, and been around the block, let's say. Very good drummer. But we start, start the set, first song, Sunday morning. Right, which is um, <laughs> I remember this. Which is, <laughs> which is um, something like that, basically. Yeah, yeah. And then he starts, and he's like, <laughs> and we're like, and we're like, speed, oh, just up. speed up a little bit, man. And he's like, <laughs> like uh, a little bit more. <laughs> And, he, and he's looking at us like, are you joking? And I'm, we're like, okay, we're just going to fucking start. All right, cool. So we start. <laughs> as Shell starts. Morning, <laughs> yeah, literally. Literally like that. As we start, he leans over, or Shell starts singing, sorry. He leans over to me <laughs> and he's like, who sings this? And I was like, Maroon 5. He was like, I'm playing Lionel Richie. <laughs> 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 like, 
Uh, <laughs> we should start writing the artist on the thing yeah, instead yeah. of writing Sunday morning. He's playing because I'm easy. That's the only time I've had it with an intro. Oh, that's great. It was so funny. Afterwards, he was like, it's saying a lot about my life that the musicians that I'm playing with think, <laughs> think of Sunday I mean. Morning by Maroon 5 and I'm yeah. still thinking of Lionel Richie. That's what I meant. Right? He's like been around the block a bit. He's yeah. probably every other set he's ever played where it's like <laughs> Sunday Morning it's been Lionel, Lionel Richie. Yeah. yeah. But that's called Easy like, like a Sunday Morning, right? I have no idea. The full title. But then people often put half titles in set lists, mm. don't they? Yeah, like Locked Out. Yeah. When they mean Locked yeah. Out of Heaven. Yeah. One that, any one, other song in the world one that I had last down. week was like last night by the strokes but the strokes actually call it last n-i-t-e yeah but he just wrote last night like normally so i didn't know which song that we were playing <laughs> until the day of the gig and i was like what song is this last night song because i've just learned a <laughs> random one <laughs> i'd love it to be some like band of like 14 year old kids that have just put something out and <laughs> yeah, it's called last night <laughs> so what happened Oh, and then he told me, and then I just, I just went through it. In my it was, a, was it the right one that you'd learned? No, 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 not at all. <laughs> did you not? Like, <laughs> what did you, did you not just message them in advance and be like, "What is this song? You're too cool for school." T social interaction, <laughs> interaction. No, no, I would not call a Facebook message a social interaction. <laughs> T would. Okay. Did you learn last night by Fleetwood Mac? I can't remember. Did you learn TGIF by Katy Perry? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to learn whatever song I want right now. <laughs> Who was Jesus it? Works. Where any of you with the person... <laughs> oh, what a tune. <laughs> hey, Jesus Works. Ah! Uh, <laughs> what? What are you on about? Uh, Kanye, Kanye West. West. Oh, Jesus there we go. Well, we accidentally. Perfect. What song was that? The devil's trying the... to bring me down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The one from Sister Act 2 is the one that I was thinking of. Oh, yeah. No, that's him. Yeah, oh, happy day. Oh, yeah. happy day. Why is it? There we go. These confusions can happen. You can... <laughs> We should mash up all these songs with the same name, by the way. Yeah, that would be a show. Uh, yeah, who was it that played Thinking of You? Maybe it was Johnny Knight. Do you all know Johnny Knight? Yeah. Well, I'm I guess you wouldn't of... have been on a gig with him. But, it's like uh, a Liverpool musician. Yeah. Pianist? We uh, yeah, I think so. Mainly, no, he's a bassist. Oh. He was a bassist in this instance anyway. Okay. And we put Thinking of You, but nobody wrote the artist. And we were doing like, you know, I'm thinking of you, sister Sledge. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I believe so. Uh, and if you get it good enough, then we'll play PPL as well. Yeah. <laughs> and he'd learn Thinking of You by Katy Perry, which was like a deep cut off her latest yeah. album. Actually, <laughs> Prism at that actually it was a single was off it? the first album. Oh. I think it was like a third or fourth single. I'm wondering. Right. That is a banger, by the way. All right. What is well, it? Fair play then. I can't, I can't, <laughs> I can't sing Does it right Does it go, now. I'm thinking of you. No. <laughs> and the things and you do. Things you do. In the video, her, her, her husband goes off to war or something. That's beautiful. Oh, I do remember that. Hot and cold. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and what did he do? Just vamped. Um, Is it that kind of song that you can muddle yeah, through? I think he was just like, he thought about it, looked up, squinted, and he was like, yeah, I'm fine. <laughs> it's he's mad that, how he's that guy. That, yeah, yeah. Is. And the thing is, before a gig, you're like, I really need to learn these songs. I really should learn <laughs> yeah. these songs. I should learn that bit. You know that bit that everyone knows? I should probably learn that bit so that when I play my bit, it's the same bit. Mm -hmm. And then you it get gets to the, to the gig, bit and you're like, fuck. Fuck, I didn't learn it. Oh, well, we'll just get through yeah. this song. <laughs> it's mad, isn't it? And Ben's there like, no, I've spent <laughs> no, lots I, of time and lots of energy I've learning these songs. Prep yeah. really good for every gig that I yeah, do. But fair yeah. enough, fair enough. Of course it's probably you just do. a general anxiety <laughs> level of difference. For me to be a fun human to be around, I have to have <laughs> prepped. Otherwise, I'm just not. Yeah, that's fair. 
I've, or I've, actually a really not fun human because he goes around and he's like, I've learned the set list. If you know the set list, I know the set list. You know the set list. Yeah, and you're like, fun. No. It's very fun to me. I think it's fun. Uh, sorry, it's, it's probably not as fun for Shell because she's like, I know how the melody goes, but I haven't learned any lyrics. Yeah, I always do that. Oh, yeah, and you don't use an iPad at gigs, do you? No, I should do, really. Renegade. Mm. The, uh, this bassist on this gig that I, that I, that I mentioned before, um, I made a gag about um, a bass solo in one of the songs. And was like, and this one's going to feature a bass. I think it's because one of his pedals wasn't working or something. So I was like, and this one's going to feature a bass solo from your man on bass. And um, Wait, why why was the pedal not working leading you to the bass solo? Because I think he was just in a bit of a tiz, like a bit of a tiz. He was like, oh, oh shit, this isn't like, and I was like, and this is going to feature a bass solo. <laughs> okay. And, um, <laughs> and then at the end of the song, he did a fucking bass solo and it was insane. Really? It wasn't insane. It, it was, was insane. Fun. It was like his hand was a spider crawling over, all <laughs> over his dope. bass neck. It what was song mad. was it? I think it's Proud Mary. The thing was, I was didn't even know he was, was doing... It was, it was obscure. Wow. I didn't, know, cool. I, I didn't know he was doing a bass solo until Alex, at the end, Alex was like, oh, and he did a bass solo. And I was like, oh. <laughs> it was a good bass <laughs> We took a good, you know, minute out of the song for this bass. Yeah, but I, I thought they were seconds. just like vamping, and I was a bit like, "Why is this going on for so long?" And yeah, then and he was like, "To be fair, it was probably it was definitely me just not paying attention." Do you think? No. Shall we? Shall we move on to the final smeg? Let's do it. I'll drop in George here. E. Oh my God! Who the fuck is Peter Guy? Who's he, lad? Cool. So this is who the fuck is Peter Guy. Um, if you've been listening to the show, you will know who Peter Guy is by now. Or maybe you won't, actually. Maybe you just know... When are you going to get him on? Uh, how he refers to us. Uh, we're going to get him on... What, the day Episode we get him 100. On. Yeah, I think so. Like The day we get him on is the day that we wrap this shit up. Oh, Because okay. we've reached our peak. Interesting. And that yeah. is insane. Mm. Yeah. I thought the whole point of the show was to get his name out there more. Is this not a promotional vehicle for Peter Guy? It's more of a uh, a way to lure him in. All right, so yeah. he'll start writing nice reviews about you. No, to no. lure him in to be on the show. We just to, want to chat. To lure we just want just, to sit down. Oh, you no, just want to talk. But, okay. but yeah. you know, I'm like, he doesn't want to have any social interaction with him. So sure. Facebook messages are off the. Off yeah, so of we're going course. in the most passive way of getting him actually on the show. Right, by making 99 episodes of a podcast. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Recording almost 100 hours of content. And then, yep. then you'll be able to be in the room with the guy. Yeah. Uh-huh. You know, it's, you, I can't wait. You know, the offices, are, they're usually open in the daytime. So you yeah, can just I don't know. Pop not, around. not heard that. No, neither um, have I. No, okay. He was I in sure. a cafe the other day and, and I, he was there and I had to walk out. Yeah. Um, yeah, right. I, to be honest, I don't think he's a real person. He's just like a digital image to me. Right. <laughs> <laughs> he's a Beyonce. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, are they successful, uh, like Beyonce or like Peter Guy? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, this is our music review smegment with uh, a twist, just basically being nice about it. So, recommending Ooh, music nice. for you to listen to. Um, I say it's a review. It's more just recommending shit, isn't it? Um, stuff that we think's good. Anyone got anything this week? I have. Uh, and we can include films in this because, you know, that's been a trend recently. Oh. Um, I can't take full credit for this one because I was recommended by someone else. But, you know, as it, as, as it goes. So Sam, who was on last week's episode, recommended this. And the way I listened to it is a way that I've got to recommend everybody to listen to it because it was sick. So it was the U- Utopia soundtrack. Is that sick as in, like, ill or as in... No, like, amazing. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. Anyway, so apparently there was a, an E4 program called Utopia, which was cool. I haven't actually seen it, but yeah. Sam recommended the soundtrack, yeah, which I listened to by I, I, Cristobal 
tapia de something. Anyway. Right, no, you you've got to get you've got to get that right. <laughs> oh, I don't know. Come on, I make Chris, an effort with this. Cristobal Tapia de Villa. That was fine. Easy. We'll go with that. This is a guy's Scouse name. people can't. This do is a this. guy's name who's created something so amazing that you're recommending it to other people to listen to. And you're I like, say his name. Chris Mebley or something. You'll find it. He's the person <laughs> who made the thing that you're recommending. Are you all right? Yeah, I'm Stop all right. Stop stressing but out. In the age that we're in, knowing that they did the Utopia soundtrack, you would Google that. You wouldn't even try exactly. and spell this name. I'm not saying that they wouldn't be able to find it. I'm saying that it's disrespectful. Oh, he's just, he's just okay. you know, he's bringing in like President to it. The president. president. I don't give a shit what the president's president, listening president, to. Pres- whatever. Anyway, so so the what way is it- Trump listening to? What do you think he listens to? Do you think he's on like hardcore uh, Rick Ross? Thinking of you, <laughs> bad ass, like <laughs> dirty gangster rap, sort of like rapey funk. No, I think That's thinking of you. About right. It's definitely thinking of you, my sister Sledge. Okay, but not Katy Perry. Yeah. Nah, he's an Oasis fan, isn't he? Do you reckon? Yeah, of course of he is. I reckon he listens to Wagner. No offense to Oasis no. fans, but also, you know. I reckon when he's, to Oasis, I reckon Oasis has some bangers, you know. <laughs> some bangers. I played, I played one rock function in my life, and like three <laughs> Oasis songs. They were my favorite songs of the set. Get out. Champagne Supernova, absolute fire banger. <laughs> <laughs> you are never been said about an Oasis song ever. <laughs> Defo has. They're amazing. No, not in that terminology. Absolute fire banger. <laughs> I don't know. I reckon so. Nah, they go. Tune, tune. <laughs> that's how every that's how every Oasis song has been referred to. Tune, fucking tune next. <laughs> go on, Utopia, Christaberg, Christaberg the Bill. Cool. No, you on. were recommending Christaberg and Oasis, I believe. No, I was recommending that soundtrack, but in a very specific way. So I listened to this when I was walking through Central London through Bank, and it was like a twenty-minute walk. And I was listening to this soundtrack and oh my God, it was amazing. I really wanted to have a camera strapped to my shoulder so that I could just like put the music to it afterwards and just put it out as a music video. It was so cool because you were like, you need to listen to it to understand what I mean. But you, it was like people were coming towards you and they just looked like aliens and everyone just looked weird. Yeah, and there was like cool. people on their phone, like shouting at people Camden? down the phone and... What? Were you bank. walking around Camden? Bank. No, oh. bank. I wonder why people and, look like aliens. You know, and then there's like, <laughs> just, yeah, like people, like, like hordes and hordes of people coming towards you or like going about their business. Some of them are dead angry. Some of them like haven't got a clue where they are. Some of them are, it, it was just so weird. And then there's, there were like bit, bits where these huge squelchy synths were coming in. And just as that happened, like a big red bus went past and it looked like a bubble. And oh, oh, it was so cool. cool. It was just, it just made the world not look like like not look not look real. That's cool. It made the world look like an alien place. I had that with the Inception soundtrack once when I was walking through yeah, Liverpool and it was really busy somewhere. and I felt like everyone was walking in the opposite direction to me. Mm. And I remember listening to that Inception soundtrack oh, and it was like cool. and I'm like, Some, why is everyone walking that way and I'm walking this way? And yeah. That's as cool and that cool. sort of thing happens. Uh, who's up next? I can go. Go on. Um, so we recently watched The Lion King um, and it was amazing <laughs> proper tearjerker um, but Beyonce brought out a, oh, the yeah. album thingy I've heard about this um, it is sick is it? All My Days is so good what's, what's, it, called? what's it called? Is it, does it just the like Lion The Lion King, King something or other okay let me have a look um, and it is so good it's just like I, I don't even know how to explain it. It's like 
it's nothing to do with like she what she does she takes like loads of interludes from the movie and like makes her own soundtrack almost um okay but it is just fire bangers after fire bangers. <laughs> and like it's quite like like some of it's very like proper like african and stuff mm. and then some of it's proper like um the gift the gift yeah and the some gift. of it's proper like like feely emotional tracks oh, it's just really good there's loads of songs okay it's cool really good see the thing is i when when she was singing the actual songs from the lion king i thought she was like riffing yeah, it was over too much. she was doing but too it's much nothing to, it's nothing to do with that it's just like a beyonce album by like with the lion king it's just really so good. That's, it has that's got cool it. yeah it's really cool that's odd i'll check it out mm. so that's, that's beyonce the gift uh we've had the utopia soundtrack ben uh, all, sorry, one, one go on, you go. All of the song names are like lowercase, uppercase, lowercase, uppercase, lowercase, so uppercase. Like, it's dead, dead confusing, but it looks that's cool. Nice. The uppercase ones are the songs, the lowercase ah, ones are the interludes. Ah, that's cool. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. I like that people are doing that nowadays. It's interesting. Messing with capitals and yeah. stuff a lot. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. quite cool. Uh, any recommendations? Uh, yeah, I've got a little one. I was like a solid 6.5 out of 10 excited by this, mm-hmm. but uh, Corey Wong who is, I believe, officially a member of Wolfpack now, although he wasn't there at the beginning, so I'm not sure how I feel about that. Uh, <laughs> but it's his latest solo record. Sweet. And I was in the car with uh, a friend of mine on the way to a gig the other day, and it was in, like, Plymouth, so it was like a five-hour car ride. Oh. And uh, we were, like, looking at tunes to put on, and I was like, oh, let's check this out. And I was like, oh, this guy dropped an album yesterday. Let's listen to that. And it's pretty cool. And there's one tune in particular sure. called Frogville, okay and it's great <laughs> of course it is it's really of good co- that is that is tailor-made to capture to, for, for ben gladwin to like it yeah <laughs> a guy know the name Corey of the album Wong as well with a song called it's Frogville. called the motivation no motivational music for the syncopated soul of which is course. very cool <laughs> 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 it's yeah, a great is, name though yeah that that marketing couldn't have worked better to grab you yeah yeah <laughs> well they didn't need to market it at all it yeah, could have just been like Corey wong music yeah done could have so, been a black square and just called track one, track two, track three. <laughs> so motivational music for the syncopated soul <laughs> yeah. by that's Corey Wong. That's the album. But and the Frogville. Frogville is the song. Is a Pacific song to listen to yeah. on that album. Oh, it's just like Tom instrumental. Minch Tom like, Minch. Tom Mish. Tim Minchin. <laughs> Tim Minchin's on it's there. It's just like fun, upbeat, instrumental, funk. Oh, it's all instrumental. I think there is some vocals, but this tune is instrumental okay. as far and they, as I remember. And those vocals then guest vocals? Yeah. With the likes of Tom Mish, or Minch, yeah. as he will forever <laughs> be called on the podcast from now on. Tom Minch. <laughs> yeah, because Corey Wong himself just plays guitar. Tom he doesn't Minch. sing as far as I'm aware. Cool, cool. Yeah. Um, I've got a lukewarm one, but I, I'm going to recommend it because I am glad to see that someone's doing something a little different in hip-hop. Um, his name is YBN Corday. YB Fudge. YB Fudge. I remember YB Fudge. It's pretty niche, that. Aww. That was our Wi-Fi password when we all lived together. YB <laughs> <laughs> Fudge when you can be QE. Um, oh, that's good, that. That sounds like a sign-off. Um, that should be the name of like an album or an EP or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so YBN Corday, or is it like C-O-R-D-A-E? Is that Corday? Corday. Yeah, I reckon. Yeah. Uh, it's a hip-hop album. Uh, it's called The Lost Boy. Um, it's just... I don't feel like he's doing anything particularly new. Uh, it's got like a very old-school feel to it. But it's just nice to hear hip-hop that is not just like trap. Forget the fuck the bar. Yeah. She get the bar. Shut up. Yeah, exactly. And it's just nice to... Ha- and, you know, and, and I mentioned this with Chance the Rapper's album. It's just nice to hear some like good hip-hop that is like... 
even if it's not specifically, um, <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, innovative, it's it's just slightly, you know, uh, away from that mainstream, boring copy and paste, uh, like a boom. Yeah. It's like, oh, no. It's quite like, got- when you do it like that, I'm seeing that there's a lot of similarity between dubstep and trap. Yeah. Trap is like vocal dubstep. This is my new hypothesis that I've generated right now. <laughs> Every, on this, and on, I'm going to stick second, with it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I probably agree with that. It's like, uh, it's just boring, isn't it? It's Instead of so boring. a synth going, wah, 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 you have a guy going, Cobodon. and I was going to, but... <laughs> yeah. Exactly. you got a good track Did you know? There. Thanks, man. I've been working on my latest album, and I'm quite offended that you hate the genre that much. <laughs> but uh, I'll keep that internal. Did you know that Trent, that Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross did the Social Network soundtrack? I did. I did not know that. I knew that Reznor was involved. I'm willing to say that I still haven't heard of that other guy. <laughs> that <laughs> information is not sinking in. <laughs> the, um, basically, every soundtrack that Trent Reznor does for a film is with Atticus Ross. Right. Uh, they're a little, you know, duo. Who's the guy that did... Uh, is it Gary Newman that did that song, Cars? Yeah. Have you seen him doing Cars with Trent Reznor? No. Or with, like, the whole of Nine Inch Nails? <laughs> no. It is mad. It's well heavy. I'm going to stick that on the, uh, the recommended yeah. list in the show notes. Trent Reznor goes mental on a tambourine. It's really good. Strength resonant. Oh, is it all of Nine Inch Nails, did you say? Sorry. I think so. So it's Gary Newman. Yeah, and Nine Inch Nails <laughs> doing cars. <laughs> that's amazing. And they do it really authentically, but it's still like quite heavy and quite aggressive. That's cool. That's cool. Um, everything that we've mentioned, uh, if if I can find it on Spotify, even that Gary Newman and Nine Inch Nails cover of cars. Yeah, I think that's a little YouTube um, deep dive. They will all be on our Spotify playlist, Who the Fuck is Peter Guy, which you can follow by just going to our artist page. Oh, that's good. That Whose idea was that? <laughs> <laughs> um i don't know i've lost touch yeah Um, and then everything else even if you even if you can't find it on the spotify playlist or you don't have spotify you can find all the links in the show notes any more for any more nay nay no we're all dry after being in the rain from the photo shoot we had a nice little bailey's uh hot chocolate was it yeah that's exactly what it was so good um yeah man that's exactly what it was and uh Thanks for joining us, Sean. It's all right. Thanks for joining us, Ben. That's all right. Uh, filling in for George. Um, and thanks for joining us, T. You know what they say. Why be FUD? And you can be QE. Ho, ho. Ho, ho.